0: Welcome to the Nerdy Merc, where you will find all things comic books, culture, current events, and the like. This is Jeff, and I am the other Merc with the mouth. Make sure you like the podcast, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. So, continuing along with the conversation of home defense. Remember in Wednesday's show, I started talking about what do you do for security? I've previously talked about what do I do for security inside my car. I have a dash camera, uh, and you know, and I'm always armed, and I have you know a lot of training. Training is really big key here. So on Wednesday we talked about what do you do during a burglary, or what do you do rather, I should say, what you can do to help prevent a burglary, and then of course once a burglar is in the house, assuming that you are there, there are other options, but there's is far easier to prevent a burglary than it is to react to one. I'll put it that way. And as uh, you know, I, I talked about those measures on on Wednesday. You know, get a dog or fake the funk. Get a home security system or fake the funk. Make sure that your house and at, and and entrance points are fairly visible from main thoroughfares. I I live in a in a a subdivision and I live in suburbia. I live in a subdivision. I live on the corner, uh, at an intersection. So two sides of my house are visible from the street at all times. I do have a privacy fence in the back, but I have people that can see right into my yard fairly well. Now my neighbors don't, don't bother meddling like that, but they can. So uh, now, from the front, I do have some bushes that do kind of block a little bit of you uh, of the porch. But I, I do keep them kind of trimmed, or I try to. I'm not always successful. I do have a dog. Now, the placement of my dog food bowl is very intentional. Okay, I have a big one of those five-gallon feeder water things that, that just provide water to my dog, and then I I, I fill the bowl every day. Now, on my back door, my back door is this big glass pane in the middle. And if you were to make it into my backyard and start just kind of eyeballing the inside of my house, one of the first things you're going to see is a big bowl of half-eaten food that says dog on it. That's part of my security package. It really is. I also, like I said, I, I actually keep my alarm set while I'm home. It's set right now. Me and the kid are the only one in the house. The old lady's off to work. It's set right now. Moving on to home invasions. This is where they're very rare, but this is where it could come in handy to keep your alarm set at all times. You know, unless you're one of those people that just go in and out frequently, like you know, your smoker or something. It comes in handy if you keep your if you keep your alarm set at all times. Oh man, sorry about that. Ah, I'm such an amateur. I'm supposed to put I'm supposed to turn all of my stuff into uh, or put it on on uh, do not disturb, and I completely forgot to do that. Such a rookie mistake. I apologize. I'm rectifying that as we speak. But back to what was I saying? Uh, let's see do not disturb is on okay back to the oh yeah 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 the uh, keeping the alarm on while you're at home one of the rules in my house is you don't turn off an alarm or you know what let me back up I 'm leaving the cart before the horse here. How many of you with alarm systems have had it go off in the middle of the night or at a random time and you and your immediate reaction is to jump up run to the keypad turn it off. Why? I'm guilty of it. Everybody in my family is guilty of it. You're guilty of it, too. So let me ask you, why? Are you the one to set the alarm off? No. Especially if it is a monitored alarm system, which I recommend. And I'll get into that in just a second. It might be a good idea to have an extra set of eyes, for lack of a better expression for lack of a better word, on the situation. Now, monitored versus unmonitored alarm system is third-party monitor means that if the alarm goes off, they have a set of protocols to follow. They wait 30 seconds. They attempt to contact the owner. If the owner doesn't answer, then they call the police and they send the police. Or if the owner does answer, then they take their cues from that point. So that is a monitored alarm system. An unmonitored alarm system means that there is no third-party watching it, for example, if you have a smart home with a, with an alarm system that sends alerts right to your phone, well, if you're the one under attack, doesn't really do you much good. I always recommend having a monitored alarm system in conjunction with all of your other security protocols. Because that way, if you are in the fight of your life, if your alarm is blaring around your ears, you know that help is on its way. It's literally just a matter of time or it should be. So for that reason and like I said, I know I know home break-ins are very rare for that reason, I highly recommend keeping your alarm on even when you're home. Even if you go in and out frequently, say you're a smoker, turn it off, turn it back on. Most alarms can be can uh, you can do that through an app. It's really 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 easy. Now, again, home invasions are very rare. They don't happen very often. But as I talked about on Monday, three suspects kicked down the door, shot a man and his dog in a southwest side home invasion here in Indianapolis. On Let's see, this was an article on November day of November 30th. So they do happen. What do you do during that? Now, that is a very, very different situation. And that also requires a little bit of luck. Where are you in the house when your front door kicks gets kicked in is going to matter. What you have with you when your front door kicked in is going to matter. Who all is in your house with you when your front door is kicked in is going to matter. I talked about, you know, if my front door gets, gets kicked in right now, my alarm is going to go off. In my household, if you don't cause the alarm to go off, you don't shut it off. That's a rule. I make sure everyone in my house knows this. I also make sure everyone in my house has a plan and they think about it. And occasionally, we talk about it. We talk about, hey, what happens right now? The front door gets, gets kicked in. Go. What do you do? What do you do? What do I do? Because when the front door is getting kicked in, it's not the time to come up with a plan. The time to come up with a plan is long before that happens. Luck favors the bold, but fortune favors the prepared. In my household, we have a plan. If the door gets kicked in, the one nearest the threat is the one that deals with it. Could be me, could be my kid, could be my old lady. I'm not always going to be there. Now, granted, I'm the one with the best training and the most experience handling stuff like that. But, I mean, come on. Realistically, I'm not always going to be there. My kid and my old lady are well trained in the use of firearms as well. Don't shut the alarm off. One closest to the threat deals with it we have different scenarios for if it happens in the middle of the night versus the middle of the afternoon I should say let me take that back the one closest to the threat that is capable of dealing with it deals with it everyone else scrambles gets somewhere safe calls 911 now when i say the one uh, capable of dealing with it deals with it uh, i'm not i'm not going to tell you all who But not everyone in my family stays armed all the time. I do. Even in my home. (laughs) I had to look around for a second. Found it. My pistol is within arm's reach of me. Sitting right here on my desk. It stays that way. More often than not, I keep my rifle within the same room. My pistol is always in arm's reach. My pistol, my, my short gun is used to fight my way to my long gun. Now, people are like... I've seen countless times over the years, why does anyone need an AR-15? Well, I'm not going to say you need an AR-15. I'm not. But I'm also not going to go into your home and say that, oh, why do you need that big flat screen TV? Or why do you need this luxury? Why do you need that PlayStation? Why do you need that Xbox? Why do you need... That iPad? Why do you need that smartwatch? Why do you need that, you know, $60,000 car? Why do you need that 4,000 square foot house? If you're listening to me and you happen to have a 4,000 square foot house, you know, good on you. I mean, I can reverse, why did Rosa Parks need to sit at the front of the bus? I mean, I can reverse that that, that question all day long. Needs are not necessary to exercise rights. But there are many different tools that are available and useful for home defense, and a rifle is one of them. Rifle is, in my opinion, the best one. There's a reason why the military trains with rifles. Well, trains with rifles first. Let's say you're in a position where you're going to have a rifle and a pistol. You're going to get trained on the rifle first because the rifle is one of the easiest weapons to accurately manipulate, and now keep in mind, when you're in a life or death situation, let's say your 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 front door gets kicked in, boom, you got adrenaline hitting your system. There are physiological responses to the human body. I've discussed this already before in previous shows, but there are physiological responses in the human body that happen when you are engaged in a life or death situation. And one of those responses is you lose fine motor skills. Now Historically um, From a uh, From a human perspective Now nah, I'm talking about like Over the span of the Of humanity You know Two, three hundred thousand years However long it's been When you get that fight or flight Or when you get that Adrenaline jump Dump into your system Preparing for fight or flight You don't need fine motor skills It's great for running It's great for fighting It's great for giving it all You got to survive But it's pretty terrible if you reach down and try to tie your shoe during this moment. Well, it also matters because it makes it a little bit difficult to accurately manipulate firearms. So, my philosophy is, have the easiest firearm to accurately manipulate in those situations. And in my vast, and I do mean vast, experience, semi-automatic rifles... Are the easiest firearms to manipulate. They're for the they're far. Pistols are advanced firearms. A lot of people don't realize this. Pistols are advanced firearms. I've gotten far more perfect scores now. Now when I'm contracting, when I'm merking, and I'm going to go back to that here probably in the next month or so. At least I'm going to go back to Virginia for some training. I have scored... I, I have to qualify every three months, quarterly. I have to qualify two qualifications with my rifle, two qualifications with my pistol, and one qualification with each machine gun that I have access to. So I have to do six total qualifications. Thankfully, I'm not a sniper, or I'd have to do seven qualifications. It's crazy. And their their qualification is, is very weird in and of itself. But anyway... I have scored. I have scored far more perfect scores and near perfect scores with my rifle than I ever have with my pistol. Not even close. Not even close. Now I have scored perfectly with my pistol before. I have to do a qualification from a drop. Le- oh yeah, I have to do p- two pistol qualifications as well. I have to do one from my drop leg holster and one from my one from my uh, concealed holster. With my rifles, I have to do one qualification with iron sights, one qualification with optics. It is so much easier to shoot a rifle accurately. And in that situation, when you when your life is on the line, when the life of your family is on the line, don't you want the weapon or the tool, I should say, that is easy to use? What about in this situation right here? Three suspects kick down door. Shoot, man. How many bullets does it take to take down a single person? I have personally witnessed a guy shot seven times in the torso and was still smoking and joking with people. I mean, we're talking like fairly center mass hits. Got very lucky. No, I'm assuming no major organs were hit, or if they were, the complications didn't show up until after he was outside of my purview. But he was smoking and joking. Bumming cigarettes. Seven. Well, how many, how many rounds does your average handgun hold? Assuming that it's not a arbitrarily regulated item, like you know, ten rounds or seven rounds in the New York Safe Act, you're probably looking in the thirteen to seventeen range. Okay. Well, that's two suspects. What about this? You, you know, that's. I mean, and that's assuming that you get good hits. That might take down two suspects, 13 to 17 rounds. Might take down two suspects. Yes, might. The average number of rounds that are shot at home invading suspects is in that 10 to 15 range. And that's for usually for like one suspect. What do semi-automatic rifles, what's their magazine capacity? Most of mine are in that 30 to 40 range. That's good for several suspects. I have a suppressor on my rifle. I don't want to lose my hearing if I have to use it in the house. I have a flashlight. Flashlight's probably your most important defense tool. That's yours. Training. I'm going to wrap it up with this. Training is not the final thing that you should do, definitely the most important especially if you're using firearms as part of your home defense plan training 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 learn what you can or i should say when you can shoot learn what situations qualify you to be able to shoot remember home defense is a big package it's not just one item it's not just two items it's multiple items i have about 10 tools in my defense package Hope you enjoyed this segment. You're listening to the Nerdy Merc. Well, that's the end of this segment. If you have any questions, bitches, gripes, comments, complaints, moans, or suggestions, give me a call. 317-978-NERD. That's 317-978-6373. Or you can go find me at www.nerdymerk.com. Email me, jeff at nerdymerc.com. Or go find me on all the social medias. I'm on Facebook and YouTube. Just search for the Nerdy Merc. On Instagram, Nerdy Merc 79 and Parlor at Nerdy Merc. Make sure you stick around for the next segment and thank you for listening.